the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed in the program are not necessarily those of this radio station or its sponsors and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. You should always consult the appropriate advisor before making any financial decision. All rights reserved. Now, new focus on wealth with certified financial planner Chad Burton. Drawing from his 28-year background in finance and investing to help you make sense of your money matters. New focus on wealth. Get a new focus on personal finance, wealth management, Wall Street, and the economy. Now your host for New Focus on Wealth, Chad Burton. Welcome into the show. I'm your host today, Chad Burton, Certified Financial Planner. If you have a money question for the show, just shoot me an email. It's chad at chadburton.com. That's chad at chadburton.com. All right, we've got an event August 24th coming up. It's called the Seven Tests for Retirement. Are you ready for retirement? And there's, you know, I could probably add another 10 or 15 to the list to get really detailed in terms of how we do a retirement plan and how detailed we get into it. But the main ones that we talk about, and again, last show or the show that I did with Rob talked about, you know, these all assume that you have unbiased advice and a really good idea of what you need in terms of your expenses. And so we're going to talk about number seven today in a little bit more depth. So the tests that I talk about are the linear cash flow test, which is using conservative rates of return, the right rate of inflation on different ass, uh, different expenses. How long will your money last? So that's a linear cash flow test. And there's a risk tolerance test, which is how you're going to react in difficult markets based on how your portfolio is allocated. There's a safe money test, which is how do you get through difficult market cycles that tend to happen every seven to 10 years at a minimum? There's a tax test, which is we save in different buckets, right? We have cash, we have taxable accounts, we have pre-tax 401ks and IRAs, we have Roth IRAs, which is the best withdrawal withdrawal strategy in your tax situation. And we have the Monte Carlo simulation, which is running over a thousand different scenarios of, uh, to see what the order of return risk is in terms of how the stock market delivers the return that it's given us in the past. There's the long-term care risk. This is becoming more and more of an issue because the state of Washington passed a new tax because of long-term care costs. And a lot of other states, including California, are trying to follow suit here. And then there's the life plan and fulfillment task. And that's the last one we typically talk about. But I'm going to talk about that first today because it's really one of the most important ones. And... Getting into the business at a at a young age, at 19, and working with my grandfather, who was in his 60s and had a lot of clients that were much older than him, it, it really changed, in the last several years, it really changed how I view retirement, even for myself. And I've realized how I have, you know, now three kids in college. Um, I, I'm kind of more into and building a business for many, many years, didn't do a lot of travel still concentrated on you know kids business still snowboard wake surf things like that but not a lot of travel and working a lot of hours 
I've changed a little bit how I want to make sure I'm making more memories now with kids, with travel, with, with other things, because when I've seen people work or stay mentally active longer in retirement, they seem to be healthier and happier. And I love what I do. So I don't mind working longer and, and mentoring later. I have, you know, two sons, one's graduated personal financial planning degree, another one's three years into it. Daughter may go the same route. So, you know, maybe it's them taking over the business. Who knows? But one of the getting into the business early, working with much, much older people, I noticed that healthcare often dominated conversations at meetings. So we'd get together. And when I was younger, I just didn't, you know, I, I just want to get straight to the business. Here's the numbers. Here's my spreadsheets. This is what we're doing. This is what we're talking about today. And my grandfather was really good at, you know, just an open conversation. He was the type of guy that you walk into a room, he talked to everybody and everybody felt like they knew him. And what I noticed is, as we got into this is that healthcare issues dominated the conversation. We get into a meeting and people would talk about their ailments, how, how often they're going to the doctor and what new prescription drugs they're taking. And it was just like, okay, this is not what I want my retirement to be like. I don't want my retirement to be dominated by who's going to the doctor today, which who's, who's driving, you know, it's, it's, you know, what, what hip is bad, what knee is bad, those types of things. And quickly realize that you can oversave even for retirement where you're leaving a bunch of money to your children, but poor health can really limit the enjoyment of retirement. Lack of hobbies and interests can really limit the enjoyment of retirement. I've seen people that, you know, went from 60, 70 hour work weeks to kind of forced into retirement by different layoffs and things like that. And rather than enjoying life, they end up focusing on day-to-day movements of individual positions in their portfolio and not leaving their house, not traveling, not getting into uh, a new world of social events because all of their social activities and their human connections were at work and they don't rebuild those outside of work prior to leaving. It's really important to do that. So you, I, I really want people to focus and think about their health. If they're saving a lot of money for retirement, spend some money. Retire a little bit later so you spend some money on your health now. Don't work as many hours. Go to the gym for 45 minutes a day. Go outside and walk for 45 minutes a day. Spend money on better food. Because you can save all you want, but if you retire at 65 and your health is so bad at 75 that you can't go anywhere or do anything, what's the point, right? So you really want to focus on health. And it's crazy how much money is being spent on longevity these days. I feel like there's two worlds. You hear stories of you know the, the U.S. life expectancy dropping, but then you hear other stories. And I think that there's a great divide of those that can afford to uh, eat healthy organic food and those that eat a lot of processed food that tends to be very cheap but the food that's available for sale in this country that is illegal in other countries is a little bit alarming and so it's a major issue i mean obviously one of the biggest things is was what you put into your body what you eat focusing on that how much money is being spent on longevity these days is quite interesting though there there are some extremes out there right we've got uh fortune magazine and Bloomberg did the story on uh, 45-year-old CEO Brian Johnson, who's dedicated to living longer, according to this Fortune article. 
And by longer, I mean far outpacing the rest of us by reversing the natural process of aging. He's already biologically at least five years younger than his age, according to his team of doctors. Um, follows a strict diet, sleep, wind down ritual, exercise regimen, takes a round of daily supplements and undergoes countless medical tests as he strives for the biological age of 18. And uh, this article is a few years old. I think it was, they estimated they spent $2 million this last year on uh, medical tests. So there's a profile of this, they say in, in Bloomberg as well. So the biggest issue here is, you know, you don't need to go that far, but you got to eat well, you got to exercise. Uh, it, uh, listen to this interesting podcast the other day of a guy that um, got into the longevity field because he was a medical underwriter for insurance companies. And they found that uh, he, he was really focusing on oxygenation and inflammation issues. So, breathing really well, deep breath, meditation, that type of oxygenation of your body, and then keeping inflammation really low. Um, so let's talk about eating well for a minute, because this is this is number one, really, right? Processed foods are a major issue between plastics in the water and processed foods. It's affecting hormones of people. It's affecting how long we live. It's it's cancer, all those types of things. Now, there's a whole bunch of different diets. One of the safest ones that I've read, and I'm not a medical expert by any means, but it is a passion of mine, is the Mediterranean diet. If you're not sure where to start, that's a good place to start until you can maybe get some other food testing issues. Um, I eat kind of a mix of paleo slash um, somewhat carnivorous diet um, that just works best for me. I also have a family history and all of this stuff that you can do. And I focus on health a lot, but all this, you still have genetic issues and genetic issues in my family. One of them happens to be Hashimoto's where your body likes to attack its own thyroid. So I, I deal with that and I deal with that on diet. My sister who's two years older than I am and just ripped. We're a family that, you know, really is into exercise and, and, and diet. She controls that whole Hashimoto's thing with a very strict diet. I can't go that strict on diet. I wrestled in high school and college and uh, I get kind of PTSD of, of uh, when I can't eat what I want. <laughs> so I don't go that strict, but it, it's, it's really important to figure out what that is. And if that diet isn't working to do some testing to say, you know, what's best for you. Um, there's a whole bunch of different places out there where you can test about which foods are right for you. For example, Viome is one that uses AI. Think you're in good shape for retirement? Find out how you're really doing with the seven tests of retirement readiness. Join Rob Black and CFP Chad Burton of EP Wealth Advisors Thursday, August 24th in Los Gatos. They'll walk you through these seven tests to find out whether you are really ready for the retirement you want. Rob will provide timely commentary, and Chad will share specific strategies for taxes, income, long-term care, safe money, investing, life goals, and more. If you have at least $500,000 in investable assets and want to retire better, pass on your estate, and minimize taxes, this event is for you. Find out if you're on the right track with the seven tests of retirement readiness. Thursday, August 24th, 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. at the Los Gatos Toll House Hotel. Space is limited, so sign up today at chadburton.com. That's chadburton.com. Can you pass all seven tests? Sign up today online at chadburton.com. Rob Black and I will be together at the Toll House in Los Gatos 
on August 24th, talking about seven key retirement tests. Are you ready for retirement? We'll go over seven tests that you need to really have answers to before you say, yeah, um, I'm quitting. I'm done. I'm out. And what we're focusing on today is, is number seven, which is, is, you know, basically retirement enjoyment. Some people need to practice retirement, go on a sabbatical, figure out what they're going to do. Take more than two weeks off. Um, I think the longest, I like to take a lot of small vacations. Like the longest one I've done has in really in my life since I was 19 has been uh, 10 days. And so I, I would need to practice like I just, it's, it's odd. I feel like I don't know if I'll ever fully retire. Uh, my grandfather worked until he was almost 81 years old. Um, loved his clients. They were like his friends and loved the business. So I feel like the same, but one of the things he didn't focus on and well enough, I don't think is his health. Um, and that showed up later in life in the last five years where my mom and I took turns taking him to dialysis three times a week. And you know that's, that's something I don't want to end up like. That's it's a rough situation. Sometimes your genetics, though, are you're gonna have you're gonna have to deal with those things. So talking about what to do to enjoy retirement is focus on your health. The clients that I have that seem to be the happiest in retirement will say, "I don't know how I ever had time to work because I'm so busy." Um, they they exercise often, but it's not just one style of exercise. Um, studies show that. If you're just running five days a week to seven days a week, um, that is not healthy exercise. It's better than nothing, but it raises cortisol levels. So that can, in the long run, be real rough on your heart. So those that have in retirement, um, lifting weights is still very important, especially for bone density. So at least once a week. Uh, so some of the articles that I've read, the people that bike, play a racquetball, a uh, racket sport like pickleball or tennis, um, and swim. And, uh, and like I said, lift weights, th- they tend to be healthier in retirement. So exercise, which also leads to better sleep. I mean, sleep is an important issue. And that's something I struggle with. I'll go to bed and wake up at, you know, four o'clock, five o'clock in the morning, uh, with an alarm set at five thirty, and like I just can can't go back to sleep. My body just tends to only want six hours of sleep. Luckily, I can take a fifteen minute nap pretty easily. So exercise is important. That leads to better sleep. So eat well and move. Right, that's what a lot of Americans just don't do. They don't eat well and they don't move a lot. They sit all day long. Uh, and you can save all your money you want, but if you're, you know, n- not healthy, you got bad joints, you're not going to be able to travel in retirement. That budget that you set for retirement travel, not going to be used because you're not going to want to carry a suitcase through an airport. So uh, oxygenation, inflammation, fighting inflammation, spend money on it. Now I'm not talking about, no, there's, there's some, some things that are out there that are really interesting. I really want to try one of these Vasper machines. I don't know if you've heard of this thing, but, uh, uh, this is, I think there's like 40 to $60,000 somewhere around in there if not more, but it's a full body exercise workout. It uses AI. It's, you know, dual resistance. So you can, they say that a 20 minute Vasper workout is like a two, two hour full body workout. Um, and so those are for people that are like, like, I don't have an hour, hour and a half to deal with, you know, going to the gym, working out, showering, going back to work. This is called minimally effective exercise. That's a new thing that's out there as well. 
Um, so I don't know if you go that far. That's pretty expensive. That could definitely affect your retirement. Some of the things I've done, saltwater hot tub. And the very I, I have to work out early, early in the morning. So 5.30, 10 minutes in the hot tub, stretch out, work out. I really dialed my home gym in during um, uh, COVID. But, and then I also have an infrared sauna and a plunge, cold plunge. And those are my recovery days, which I really, really love. I, on those days where I do stretching in the infrared sauna and then cold plunge, and I do a couple of rounds of that, like 10 minutes, two to three minutes, 10 minutes, two to three minutes. Those nights I sleep the best. Um, and so the infrared sauna and the cold plunge is definitely helps fight inflammation, inflammation, you know, fighting inflammation helps fight cancer and other issues like that. What about some other issues that I see? I remember when I did, uh, redid our Vancouver office building. Um, so the Vancouver, Washington building, like it was a struggle. Like, do we put in a wheelchair ramp or not? I know I had two clients that dealt with issues. So we decided to build one. I'd also had a client that just, you know, had an office building that they just purchased and immediately got sued by somebody saying they couldn't get in the building, even though they never really tried technically. Um, cause there are attorneys out there where we literally drive by buildings and file suits for, for people. There's stories all over it. So I, I put one in and the two people like that struggled with it were, um, really, really bad knees. And that affected how much they could exercise. And then they gained a lot of weight and really struggled throughout retirement. And there, there are a lot of things that if you have those joint issues, um, really look into and check out PRP therapy and stem cell therapies that not, might not be available to you in the U S yet because, um, you know, artificial hips, artificial knees, it's a big business. And there's a lot of progress being made on stem cells, especially for knees and other joints. I've had PRP injections into my hip, which I struggle with because, you know, between wrestling and snowboarding, I've beat my hips and my knees up pretty good. But a lot of times people are, their exercise is affected because of joint issues. And then they go to the doctor and the doctor says, you know, take these drugs and then lay off of it and don't do anything. And then people tend to get worse. And I just don't agree with that. I think that you can find a mix of Eastern and Western medicine that works a little bit better. I just feel like go to the doctor these days, they have limited time. So they just write the prescription drug and move on. And I think that's, you know, look into things like medical holidays, maybe certain things that are not available fully in the U S yet that might be available to you to spend some money on by taking a medical holiday. So look into some of those issues. I mean, again, no matter how hard you focus on your health, you may have issues that, you know, are going to appear because of the genes. Like I mentioned Hashimoto's, um, Kim Kardashian was all over social media doing this full body scan for 2,500 bucks that it's about a 60 minute body scan. And, you know, it's supposed to find other health issues that might appear in the future. Um, there is all sorts of medical scans and things that you can do that help say what issues might you deal with that you can combat right now. And this often comes up with people that, have a term life insurance policy. When you buy a term life insurance policy, say 20 years or 30 years, it's convertible in the first 10 years. 
So before people give up their life insurance, they might want to do one of these full physicals. Say hello to a pass that gives you endless travel for $2,500 per month with no nightly rates, taxes, or fees. You might call it the suitcases always packed pass or the wait. I get to choose from 100,000 trips pass. The will it be the beach, city, mountains, or all three pass. Or you could just call it what we call it, the Inspirado Pass. Endless travel for $2,500 per month with no nightly rates, taxes, or fees. Learn more at inspiradopass.com. Rob Black and I will be together August 24th, Los Gatos Hotel, seven key retirement tests that you need to know about. You can sign up at chadburton.com. It's kind of scroll down to the middle of the, the page in the gray area. You can see the event sign up. What I'm talking about today is is really focusing on number seven. And, and part of that is just, will you be able to enjoy retirement? And part of that is being healthy in retirement. As I was look, looking at some interesting things that people spend money on in terms of health, I mean, longevity is becoming a huge business. Tony Robbins got into it, if that tells you anything. Um, there's a Wall Street Journal article July 10th, and the, the headline is, the longevity clinic will see you now for $100,000. And obsession with fighting aging, it's real. I mean, there's a lot of biohackers out there. Um, I love Huberman Labs. It's like a college course every time I listen to one of his shows. Uh, ben Greenfield's another one that I like. But I have noticed in the last couple of years that some of the ones I used to listen to that I don't anymore, like Dave Asprey, I feel like they there's um, there is a lot of supplement selling in this. It's almost like the snake oil world where people can almost over-supplement themselves. So I would definitely be careful there. Um, it's really easy to get into and really get focused on longevity and health and, and almost spending too much money on it. But I wanted to talk a little bit about some of these full body scan issues because Kim Kardashian, it was all over social media that she was doing a $2,500 body scan. Um, I've got clients that are really into the carnivore diet. Carnivore is, you know, essentially only meat, right? And um, that can increase cholesterol, but you know, there, there is a, Hey, if you don't have any plaque issues, it doesn't make too much of a difference. So those that are really into the carnivore diet will get sometimes annual coronary calcium scans, um, which is a scan of the heart looks for calcium deposits and in, in arteries and veins, things like that. Um, and this, this brought me to a question that one of my clients had is, is they had a, a term policy and they got a letter saying, Hey, the 10 years is almost up on this term policy. So if you want to convert it, you need to do it now. So the best form of life insurance is term life insurance for 90% of Americans. So I, I don't like the type of policies for most people that build up a large cash value. Unless you have everything else maxed out, you have enough stocks and real estate and things like that, and you're looking for some sort of an alternative, or you need it for estate planning. That's when you need typically a permanent policy. But most families, if they're trying to say, if one of us dies and we still need money to fund the family, term life insurance and investing the difference in your 401k or your Roth is diff is the best. And a lot of those policies in the first 10 years, they're convertible to a permanent policy. In other words, you get into the ninth year and you realize, oh my gosh, my term life insurance is going to go away, but I've had, I have some sort of a health issue. I have now, um, I'm battling cancer or I have some sort of a, a chronic disease that's going to limit my life expectancy and I might not live another 15 years. And so you can actually take a term insurance policy, convert it to a permanent policy. You're going to pay a lot more, but the insurance will be there. So when people 
ask me, okay, you know, I'm retired. Do I really need this term insurance anymore? Or, or the term insurance is about to be up and it's 10 year and their financial plan says, you know, the point of buying the term was investing the difference. You did that. Now you have enough money to last till your age 100. But before you drop that term policy, maybe you go get a full physical. And I'm not talking about just going to the doctor at your primary care and, you know, visiting with them. She or he for 20 minutes and, oh yeah, you're, you're in good health. I'm talking about a full panel and even maybe one of these scans to say, what are some of the health issues that you should be focusing on right now in your forties, your fifties, so that it doesn't really come after you and affect your enjoyment of retirement in your seventies and eighties. Um, so, so think about that. And some of the supplements that are out there that, that here's some that I take every day, probiotic, first of all, um, this is a very interesting area of health is, is probiotics and that, that, the gut and the brain and how that all works together. Um, and even different strains of probiotics that may help fight Parkinson's that are the, the not fight it, but the, the symptoms of it, I guess you could say, and different probiotics that work for you and, and the testing and, and maybe different probiotics that help with focus. Um, so I take probiotics every day, turmeric every day. I take the Keon flex version of it, Tungadali and Fadaja for hormone support, essential amino acids that I drink before and after a workout with creatine and creatine is not only good for working out and make you feel kind of more pumped up, I guess you could say is the layman term for it, but it's also good for your brain. And then at night, magnesium and omega three fish oil. I, I, I get really into this. As you can tell, I also believe in grounding. I do, you know, work out five to seven days a week. Um, I've got the sauna, the cold plunge, but you do have to be careful of almost getting too into it and in too many supplements. There's NMN, there's, um, I mean, different drips that you can go to. I mean, these clinics are charging a hundred grand a year to help people fight longevity. So it's a big business. People want to live longer and be healthier. And like I've said, you really want to focus on health. So if people don't know what to do in retirement, the first thing you would say is, okay, I got to get motivated to get out of bed and I need a routine. So focus on what type of activity, physical routine that's going to make you enjoy life. And then take a look, go back to what is this kind of high school time frame with the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which this is, you know, to, to be a fulfilled human, what do you need? You need the physiological needs, right? That's good food and, and things like that. You need safety needs in retirement. That's having enough money to live till you're a hundred years old. That's, that's the safety needs, right? For retirement. Then you need the belonging and love needs. So that's the issue that really affects a lot of people because if you are working a lot and your entire social network is based on where you work and you don't have a lot of friends outside of that, you're going to have to rebuild that. Now, maybe you're so introverted, you don't care too much, but you might think that now you're going to, you're going to need some sort of connection. So you need that, that third step, which is the belonging and love needs. There also is another one that's really important, which is the esteem needs. It's, it's the feeling of continuing to achieve something. And 
the feeling of, of being good at something. And maybe that's, you know, your volunteer work. Maybe that's, you're a great swimmer. Maybe you're the best pickleball player out there for your age group. Um, maybe you're continuing to do triathlons or whatever it may be, but to continue to achieve something. Maybe that's even, um, you know, I don't know anything, anything that you think of. There's also the cognitive needs. And this is why I would rather spend more money on enjoying life now while I'm younger, uh, you know, spend money on hella skiing and trips, kids and things like that. Because people that tend to stay active cognitively tend to spend less on healthcare costs in the future too. So whether that's working longer, whether it's learning a new language, um, having a new passion, playing a new instrument, continuing to learn and feed your mind. Whether, even this just simple thing like crossword puzzles every day, right? So, and, and then you get into the world of spirituality and, and, and those types of issues to continue to enjoy retirement, but it's all part of it. It's all part of retirement. So focusing on that health, because we talk about money, we talk about stocks, we talk about hey, the S&P 500 has averaged 11% or more over the last 50 years. It's positive 74% of the time, but you need to have a balanced portfolio. You can talk about that all you want, but if you get to that point of 65 and you've got plenty of money to live, You've got more money than you need. You've, you're going to be leaving money to your kids and potentially your grandkids. But if you don't enjoy life, what's the point, right? If, you, if you're not healthy enough to travel, because we go back to the budget. So let's go back to the expenses now, right? Now that you've said, okay, I do have to spend money on these different things to be healthy in retirement. Uh, maybe you don't have time to do a lot of cooking. So maybe you do prepped meals. Like I've used Factor and Paleo Go and a couple of other ones that are um, either pre-made or, or meals that are really easy to make that are very healthy, all organic. So how much is that going to cost? How much is your new gym membership going to cost? Maybe you can't do it on your own and you need a trainer to be there to get you moving. How much is that going to cost? Maybe you're going to go overboard and you're going to spend forty to 60000 on one of these Vasper machines or some other minimally effective exercise programs that because you don't have a lot of time and you want to, you know, get an hour worth of exercise in, in 15 minutes, how much is that going to cost? How will that affect your retirement? Cause we got to go back to the expenses and say, okay, if I am healthy, these are the things that I will want to do. One of the big uh, variable expenses in retirement is the travel budget. And those the travel, especially international in the last few months, Prices have gone way up. You know, I remember 10 years ago, if you put $10,000 into a budget, that was two or three really good week-long trips per year. Not anymore. Not anymore. So things are expensive. And uh, having the idea that I'm going to be healthy so I can travel, well, what are those travel expenses? We'll talk a little bit more about that after the break because we got the normal list of expenses, right? Your how to keep the lights on in your house, pay your mortgage, pay your insurance. Then there's the healthcare costs that we always talk about. There's random costs like remodeling your home every once in a while, buying a new car every five to seven years. But then there's the hobby costs, the vacation plans and other things like that. Hi, this is Chad Burton. If you have questions about retirement and investing, it's time to get some answers. My website, chadburton.com, has a ton of resources. There are downloads to help you determine how long your money will last in retirement, 
links to our webinars, and several videos discussing everything from retirement planning to tax-efficient investing, estate planning, insurance, and even saving for your kid's college. While you're there, also check out our tax planning and estate planning services and our video explaining our online wealth management tool. You can find links to the podcast at chadburton.com and please like my Facebook page, New Focus on Wealth with Chad Burton. This invaluable resource is able to show the values and allocations of all your accounts regardless of where they're held. Information is updated each day at the end of market close and these new numbers are fed into the financial projections we've created for our clients with the goal of constant financial clarity. You can find links to the podcast at chadburton.com and please like my Facebook page, New Focus on Wealth with Chad Burton. Talking about the seven key tests for retirement, linear cash flow tests, risk tolerance tests, safe money tests, tax tests, Monte Carlo simulation, long-term care or nursing home stress test, and life plan and fulfillment, which we're talking about today. And I think the key to that is to really focus on exercise and making sure that you can enjoy retirement. All of these tests assume that you have a pretty clear idea of of your expenses in retirement. And a lot of people will list their non-discretionary expenses, you know, things like their electric bill, their, uh, you know, all the things that keep the lights on in your home and keep you fed, right? But then what are you going to do beyond that? What does that cost? What are the things that you want to do in retirement that you don't have time to do now? And a lot of those items tend to be like travel and, and, you know, bucket list things that you just didn't have time to do while you're building a business or while you're working. And so by getting to focus on health so you can do those things, you're going to know what that's going to cost. And then you're just going to say, yes, I will be able to play golf every day. So I want that membership. Um, I, I do want to travel and that's a big one. There's a lot of variables in a budget. There's your costs that you're going to have every year for as long as you live. And then there's things that are very, they're going to vary, whether it's projecting a couple of weddings that you're going to have to pay for, whether it's projecting that every 10 to 15 years, you're going to have to do a major remodel or some sort of construction on the home, like a new roof, um, a new car every seven to 10 years, or maybe it's a perpetual lease. If you like a new car every three years, there's certain things that will ebb and flow. And, and one of those things is travel. There's a certain amount of travel that you're probably going to have in your life forever. And then a lot of times we build into a budget an extra large amount of travel for, say, the first 10 years to do to go all the places that you never were able to go when you were working, places that you need two to three weeks to really spend time and and see all the sites and really get deep into the culture. So what are those things going to cost? Because you don't want to retire and realize, gosh, I, I, if I would have worked one or two more years, I, 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 can, I could have done all these things. But instead of saving for another two years, I started drawing on my portfolio for you know two years early. And by the way, I never did a financial plan, so I didn't transition into a retirement-style portfolio. And I was too fully invested, so I retired. The market corrected. I had too much aggressive positions and I was selling on the way down and now I don't have enough money to do the things that I want to do. That's not the type of retirement you want to have. You want to start planning for these things at least 10 years out, very careful, detailed cash flow projections and really starting five years out. You really have to focus on getting that balanced portfolio, getting a portfolio that's going to get you through good economies and bad economies. When you're dealing with wealth management and asset allocation, proper asset allocation doesn't mean you're going to outperform the market every year. 
it just doesn't. If you look at any balance fund over the last several years, it's going to be behind the S&P 500 because that's been the best place to be over the last five or 10 years. But when you look at longer periods of time, especially when you're doing the math of withdrawing money out, you want a portfolio that keeps up with the market in the good years, but outperforms in the bad because you're drawing money out instead of adding money to it. But all of these projections and everything else, it has to do with how much money you're going to spend. What are you going to spend on exercise? What is your health history like? Do you have a history of Alzheimer's and dementia? Do you have a family history of inflammation and cancer and other things that you're really going to have to throw more money at to battle it so you can continue to enjoy retirement? When you start looking into this stuff, it can be pretty overwhelming. When you get into this world of of longevity or call it biohacking or wanting to live healthier and longer, especially with all the stuff that's out there that's, um, you know, blood testing, stool testing, all the stuff that says, okay, these are the things that you should eat based on your genetic makeup. These are the supplements that you should take based on your genetic makeup. It can get a lot of overwhelming. You can end up wasting a lot of money or even adding too many supplements that cause a negative effect. So there are places out there, these other longevity clinics, I was looking at, I haven't used it yet, but wildhealth.com, which kind of puts all of these things together. Because I found that when I've done a bunch of different types of testing, you get conflicting answers on the types of foods that might be right for you. Um, And I usually look at this after working a 10, 11 hour day and then I'm I'm studying this stuff and then I get tired of looking at my computer screens and then I never act on certain things. And so sometimes it's worth spending the money on, uh, you know, a doctor that can help go through this stuff. And that's why you have some of these longevity clinics out there. But again, be careful. There's, there's a lot of uh, snake oil and, and supplement selling out there. Either way, it's just, it's just something that you got to think about. Cause again, I can't press how much, um, being in the business at a very young age and hearing people talk constantly about doctors and health and knees and stuff like that, that it affected me. Maybe it's because I just had my 30th high school reading two, two weeks ago. And you can definitely tell those people that um, focused on their health and those people that didn't, it's a very wide range of, uh, of results. So the, some of the happiest people too, I mean, I've got a group of clients that swim the Alcatraz at least once a month. And these guys are in their guys and girls are in their seventies and they do swim for uh, cancer events and fundraisers. So they take their passion for fitness and something that they do to keep healthy and they bring it to another level where they bring it to helping other people. And, um, and that whole group of people are also very, very close friends. So they have that also that social connection, Right. So they're getting a lot of fulfillment out of something that's also very healthy. And again, the the people that are happiest in retirement are the ones that say, I don't know how I had time to work. I'm so busy now. I don't have time to work, whether it's volunteering, grandkids, exercise, passions. You got to think about that just as much as you think about the money and, and where you save. Hope this all made sense. Thanks for listening. Please tell a friend about the show. If you want to download the show. Apple Podcasts, Spotify. It's all at chadburton.com. You can even request a meeting and sign up for the event at chadburton.com. Have a great day, everyone.
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.